0: bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in habit loop bootcamp. Hey girl, are your healthy habits all over the place or non-existent? Do you wish you could find true food freedom, move your body for joy, and really just talk a little nicer to yourself? If you have tried to habit hack your health, but the strategies you've tried just haven't worked for you in your busy lifestyle, then this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Emily Nichols, habit and fitness coach, behavior change specialist, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I'm here to tell you there is an easier way than what we've been taught about our health and our habits. How do I know? Well, because I've transformed my own life through habit hacking, and now my family gets the best of me, and I now help my clients do the same. I'm now going to teach you how to create healthy habits in less time, guilt-free for all seasons of your life. It's not your fault your habits haven't worked, my friend. We just have to do them differently. So are you ready to feel empowered and transform your habits and life? Then let's do this. Hey gang, welcome to Habit Hack Thursday, where we will habit hack one of your fundamental needs, either mindset, movement, or food freedom. This week, food freedom is up. Now, let me ask you this. I did a poll in my Instagram stories asking folks, did they crave more sugary foods? Like, do you have a sweet tooth? or are you more likely to turn to salty foods? Like, would you rather have a bowl of ice cream or would you rather have a bag of potato chips? I think you're you're either one, right? I, for me, it's always sugar. I love a bowl of ice cream. I love cookies, but I also love chips and queso, though, too. Don't get me wrong there. You know how I love my tacos and margaritas. I have to have chips and queso with it, right? And I hear from a lot of you, you either crave salty or sweet as well, you know, I feel like a lot of times this is all triggered by emotions. A lot of times when we're craving sugary or salty, we're craving it and we're turning to emotional eating to really soothe a feeling we have sometimes, right? And I think the more we restrict ourselves from having these things, you get to like a boiling point where you just have all the things and you go like, Gung ho, like, okay, uh, give me the ice cream, give me the cookies, give me some chips and queso, give me this bag of potato chips. And then you feel awful on the other side, right? You know, but when you do that, the more you have it, the more you crave it, right? If you have made it a habit to have ice cream every day, you're going to crave it more. You're going to crave that sugar. You're going to feel that sugar high and then that come down on the other side. Also, same thing with salty. But when you don't have it all the time, it's a special treat or you just have it, you know, once or twice a week you don't crave it as much, right? Or if you're craving something sugary, you turn to fruit. And then the next time you go and have like some Oreos, they kind of taste artificial to you, right? Or what I've really done with eating like chips and salsa or chips and queso is I really slow down. Like I got, I got, I live with all boys, right? So when we go out for Mexican, they are as quick as possible eating all that chips and queso. And I kind of match their cadence and I'm like, I need to slow down, right? And drink more water as I'm doing it. And there is a way to still, you know, have your cravings, recognize them as an actual craving or is it an emotional trigger and not feel good or not feel bad, not feel bad on the other side. You're not good or bad depending on what you eat. It's just food, right? You learn how the food makes you feel and you make decisions from there. We dig into this a ton more inside of the Food Freedom Habits Accelerator, especially emotional eating, especially thinking about the triggers, and we dig a little deeper into sugar because I hear from more women it's more the sugary, but I know there's salty girls out there too. So you can find all about my accelerators in the show notes below. Those are my mini courses where I share over well, 20 habit loops in the Food Freedom Habits Accelerator. But if you get the bundle to do the Movement, Food Freedom, and Mindset Accelerators, there's over 60 habit loops. So today we're going to learn about a little bit more about why we have these cravings, right? Inside of each of my accelerators, I teach a habit hacking system. And we first always go with it for, with subjective, I'm sorry, objective data, and then look at it subjectively to like how we view our cravings, for example, And at the end, I'm gonna share a couple habit loops to help you learn a little bit more about why you have these cravings and how to habit hack it, how to create some habit loops around these cravings. So let's talk about it. First, we need to think about why do we crave sugar and why do we crave salt, okay? So obviously for sugar, a lot of it's hormonal changes, right? We have all those hormonal fluctuations throughout our menstrual cycle and that can really impact your cravings, right? So maybe your premenstrual phase, estrogen and progesterone levels fluctuate and that really leads to an increased appetite and a craving for sweets like for me, that's me, right? And a lot of times that can spill over after my period while I just keep it going, right? Or maybe you just have blood sugar fluctuations. You know, you have blood sugar levels dropping and you may crave like quick sources of energy and sugary foods can do it for you. Obviously, there's emotional factors as well. Emotional, psychological factors, Uh, I feel like fuel, sugar cravings, right? You may turn to sweet foods as a way to cope with stress, anxiety, or just other emotions because sugar does provide a temporary boost in your mood and energy due to the effects on your brain, like such as boosting your serotonin. Maybe it's just a habit, right? Repeated exposure to sweet foods and the associated pleasure response can really create a habit around craving sugar all the time. If you're frequently consuming sugary foods, your body and your brain wants it more, Like, right? right? I just said when the more you have it, the more you crave it. And also I think there's cultural and social influences as well. You know, women are exposed to so many different advertisements and like showing women like craving sugary foods around that time of a month. And we make it seem like that is just something we all do. Now, what about cravings for salty foods? I think a lot of times we're dehydrated, right? If you just were like, yes, I need a drink of water right now. Go get, you, go get you a Stanley or another water bottle. Keep it handy. And when you're dehydrated, it may trigger cravings for salt as a way to replenish those electrolytes, right? Maybe there's mineral imbalances. Cravings for salty foods can mean maybe you're low in sodium or potassium or magnesium in the body, Maybe it's stress and emotions, too, just like sugary foods it can provide a sense of comfort and temporary relief from stress and may lead you to crave those foods more. You know, I personally love the crunch of a a chip. Mm, There's nothing like that, especially kettle chips. (laughs) And maybe this is a habit for you as well. You know, repeated exposure to salty snacks can create a habit, and that's your response leading to more salty foods when you have that craving. Okay. So how how do we tame our sweet tooth or our salty cravings? Let's talk about it. Then I'll give you an example of a habit loop for each of those. If you don't know what a habit loop is, go back and listen to the previous episode, episode 205. This is really juicy like habit strategy, y'all. This is what we really dig in deep into the accelerators. So let's talk about how to tame your sweet tooth or salty cravings. So Number one, a gradual reduction. Instead of just completely eliminating sweet foods from your diet, just gradually reduce your sugar intake, right? It allows your taste buds and your brain to adjust, right? Gradually decrease the amount of sugar. You add to your beverages, the portion of your sweet treats, for example. Number two, opt for healthier alternatives. So instead of reaching for sugary snacks, Try to tame your sweet tooth with healthy alternatives like berries, apples, oranges. Natural sweetness. Natural sweetness. And it has fiber in it as well. A win-win, okay? You can, yeah, I mean, you can explore sugar-free or low-sugar versions of your, like your favorite desserts or snacks. But for me, I'm like, I'd rather just have the real thing. I don't want sugar-free. I don't like the way it tastes for me personally, okay? So alternatives for sugary snacks you can turn to fruits, right? Like I said, the more you have natural sugar from like real food, the more you crave that and the more the other stuff tastes artificial. Even with salty, you know, turning to um, healthy fats like from nuts and seeds that have salt in it, that is a really great alternative as well. Next is to practice mindful eating. Really pay attention to the taste, texture, and experience of each bite. Slowing down like we talked about as well. You may find that you need less sweet, less... Um, Less uh, portions, you know, instead of like a half a bag of chips, you just pour out a little portion, you're good to go. Balanced meals. Ensure that you are having a balanced and nutrient dense food, okay? Protein, carbs healthy fats. This will help stabilize your blood sugar and reduce those cravings. Hydration. We already talked about this a little bit as well. Sometimes we mistake thirst for hunger or craving. Make sure you're staying hydrated throughout the day. You can even add fruit to your drinks. I personally, if you need more salt, I love Element or Liquid IV. I usually drink one of those a day to make sure I'm getting enough sodium throughout the day. Next is plan and prepare. Okay, plan your meals and snacks in advance to avoid those impulse choices. You know, get support. You can talk to family, friends, you know, let them know like, hey, I'm really having all these cravings. What can, do you feel this way as well? Letting you know you're not alone. OK, and maybe reducing some of the items in your pantry that are causing some cravings, right? If you don't have it in your pantry, you don't have to crave it. And lastly is to identify your triggers. Pay really attention to certain situations or emotions that trigger those cravings. Maybe it's stress, boredom, maybe certain social situations, maybe it's scrolling your phone. OK, if you identify those triggers, you can then develop a new habit loop around those triggers and avoid emotionally eating and overeating sugary and salty foods, okay? And nothing is wrong with sugar, nothing is wrong with salt, but in all things in moderation, right? When we have too much, it's not going to end up well for a lot of us a lot of times, right? So let's talk about a couple of habit loops, right? A cue, routine reward. Okay, friends, Let's be real here for a second, okay? There are so many energy drinks out there that are only focused on giving you the jitters before a workout. And I don't know about you, but I hate that feeling. Well, not FitAid energy. FitAid is boosted with 200 milligrams of clean caffeine from green tea, never the synthetic kind, so you never get that jittery feeling. And plus, it's only 15 calories per can. What I love is that they're not claiming that their energy drink will help you too burn fat, or make empty promises. You put in the hard work and FitAid will help energize and refuel so you can do it again tomorrow. And unlike many other energy drinks, FitAid energy maximizes your athletic performance by focusing on both training and recovery, which I am all for as a trainer myself. So go grab one of the amazing FitAid energy flavors and you can save 40% off plus free shipping on your first order of 24 cans of FitAid energy, just go to drinkfitaid.com slash habit hack. All right, friends, let's get back to the show. Let's talk about first a sugary craving. So the cue is to maybe identify the cues or triggers that lead to your sweet tooth cravings. Okay, We actually have an emotional eating log inside of the Transformation Shop. Just go to transformationshop.co. I have all of our printables there to help you track all your habits around your fundamental needs and various um, printables like this one for emotional eating. So the cue, identify the cues that are leading to your sweet tooth. Maybe it's specific. <laughs> Can I talk time of day, emotions, and environment, um, seeing desserts, you know, walking by a bakery? Identify the cue. The routine is instead of giving into your sweet tooth cravings and consuming sugary foods, maybe do an alternative routine or habit, right? That's going to satisfy that sweet tooth, but in a healthier way. So maybe get a piece of fruit. Have a small serving of like Greek yogurt with berries, you know, have a smoothie, herbal tea, like a fruity herbal tea, right? Have that as your new habit. And the reward is it's important to associate the reward with your alternate alternative alternative routine to reinforce the new habit so choose rewards that are satisfying to you but not sugary foods right we have that serotonin we're feeling super good after eating it and I don't want you to create a new habit loop and be like well this doesn't feel the same you want to have the same feeling but maybe it's a different routine in the middle so take a moment appreciate the flavors textures of a healthier snack and you created a new habit loop my friend Let's talk about craving salty foods and a habit loop around that. So first, again, is identify those cues and triggers prompting that craving for salty foods. A lot of times it can be emotional eating. So again, go get that emotional eating log in the shop. The routine is instead of giving in to your cravings for salty foods, do the same thing. So choose whole, unprocessed foods, you know, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, proteins, Um, experiment with herbs and spices. I think this is a really important one. Use a variety to add flavor to your meals. It can enhance the taste and make your dishes more satisfying, right? Try healthier alternatives, right? Like I talked about, unsalted nuts, popcorn, chickpeas, seeds, read your food labels, and just a gradual reduction, okay? So create a new routine around those triggers, and the reward is... You've reinforced it with a healthier habit, so it could be the satisfaction, again, of enjoying flavorful, nutritious foods. You feel more energized. You're even treating yourself to non-food rewards like, you know, engaging in a hobby or spending time with a loved one right? So this is a new habit loop that will gradually reduce your cravings for sugary or salt. I made them very similar on purpose to show you that a lot of times it starts with some type of trigger. So that's your big habit hack this week. Track your emotional eating cues and triggers for either sugary or salty foods. Know that your body is, you know, hormonally, habitually, all the above things that we talked about earlier are leading to these cravings. It's just a matter of creating new habit loops around those triggers, and also not restricting yourself for the rest of your life from sugary or salty foods. Number one, that's not sustainable. Number two, that's not fun. We should enjoy our food and give in to those cravings when it's worth it to you but we just don't let it snowball from there, okay? If you need a little extra help, go grab that Food Freedom Habits Accelerator or grab the Emotional Eating Log from the shop. A lot of times we need that data instead of feelings to help us transform our health, and I can help you do that, my friends. All right, team, I will see you next week. Hey girl, real quick before you go, did you know I have a secret podcast where I talk all about why most habit strategies don't work for us women? Spoiler alert, it's not our fault. <laughs> Visit bit.ly slash Atomic Habits for Women, it's linked in the show notes, to access my secret podcast series and have your biggest aha moment about why and how women have to do habits differently and if you love the podcast the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes that way more mamas can find the show love and appreciate you friend we'll see you next time